Hey guys, this is just uh, this is just a little bit of bonus content. Um, Miriam and I were just having some thoughts after we finished recording this week's episode about um, some other, specifically the book touching on how to either initiate the conversation of nourishing um, your admiration and fondness for another pe- person, um, or if you're just finding it's difficult at all to even do that. Or if you just have trouble communicating it to, to start. And maybe maybe your marriage isn't in a, in a rocky place necessarily, but you want to learn to grow in that. Mm-hmm. There's a couple kind of couple tips that were given. Yeah. Um, one of the first um, pieces that, maybe this isn't the first, one of the first pieces I thought of, at least, um, that the book touches on as part of the activities is once you are able to come up with this list of traits that you appreciate about your spouse and they have specific examples attached to each of them write a letter Um, write a love letter to your spouse and if you feel like it's just uncomfortable for you to just talk about or if you're not sure how to initiate that conversation you can either just give them the letter or something that could also be really meaningful is you can read it out loud to them that's something that justin and i actually did almost right away in our relationship is we would write letters to each other if there was something difficult we had to talk about or share and then we would read it out loud to the other so that way it was more thought out and more planned out um and sometimes that can seem less personal because you're reading a letter but um we found it was extremely helpful for us just to be able to get those thoughts and those feelings out for future conversations yeah um i didn't have a ton to add to that sure so the the second one was um and this is more for if you're a couple trying to uh break down contempt in your marriage uh have it be removed and just start building a, a start with a building block where you can start um having more Maybe you can't even think of something that yeah. you appreciate. If you're just looking at that other person, you're like, I guess you brushed your teeth today. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you know, and that's the best that's coming to mind. Um, one of the things that the book encourages is re-talking through your history together. Um, so a sure sign of a, of a, and I, and I, I don't want to sound too morbid about it, but, and correct me if I'm wrong though, but I think one of the things the book kind of talked about was if, uh, Gottman had a couple do this, that was going through rough patches and they had even trouble talking with fondness about their, their early days of dating and how they mm-hmm. met mm-hmm. and, you know, the first couple months of marriage or anything, you know, when they were still in that honeymoon rose colored lenses phase, if they can't talk positive about that, it is really a sign that, um, some deeper deeper counseling, deeper healing is going to be needed Mm -hmm. um, because those good memories Mm -hmm. have just been tarnished. Yeah. But for most couples, you know, the 90% margin, um, you're able to look back on those times often with very, very good fondness. Right. And be like, it's remembering why you got married. Yeah. It's, 
And I remember how in love we were in high school and where we went on our first date and how goofy it was. And if you can start looking back on those memories, mm -hmm. looking back on your history together, um, it will start to remind you why you fell in love with that person right. and what you loved about them then and probably what you still love about them now. You know, people change mm -hmm. and maybe the characteristics aren't going to be a one-to-one -one match. Right. Um, maybe the wife that was super spontaneous and bubbly and joyful in high school is suddenly home with four kids and worn down all the time. Yeah. But you still see the bubbliness mm -hmm. here and there. You still right. want to see that, mm -hmm. you know, but you can't fault the person for life happening to them. Right. And I think you can also take those traits too. And sometimes those traits that you looked at with fondness when you first met, you are now looking at with contempt, but it's reminding yourself why you liked them liked them in the first mm -hmm. place instead and then also even taking the current situation you're in and finding a way to appreciate the way that they are as they are now instead like understanding maybe he's working so much because he wants to provide for you he wants to make you feel safe and secure things like that um and so just taking those traits that aren't always looked on with fondness and finding a way to understand the foundation behind those traits for that person. Mm -hmm. So I, I honestly, I think that was most of the thoughts we were having, but yeah, just remembering like even just things you liked most about your wedding or your honeymoon or how you met. I know Justin and I really enjoyed yeah. recording that first episode for example yeah we really like because there's so many thoughts that go through your head and so many new and exciting things going on that you can't help but smile when you think about those memories mm -hmm. and then the other part of talking through the history of your relationship is also looking at the philosophy of your relationship the book talks about too so um, examples of questions during about your philosophy are why do you think some marriages work while others don't um, discuss couples you know who agree who you agree have a really great relationship or maybe a couple that you see as you know struggling or whatever it is and what traits you can see in each of those relationships talk about your parents marriages and maybe what those looked like and how they may have affected your view on marriage um and then the third piece of your philosophy is to even draw out a chart or a timeline of your marriage noting its ma major turning points so look at the ups look at the downs and look at how your marriage has changed over the years and what may have caused those specific changes as well mm -hmm. So, and really all this comes down to is having the desire to fight for your marriage. Um, because if you don't have that as a foundation before even starting these, it's going to be really difficult to go through the activities, I think. Yeah. And these first three principles really are, and I don't think if we necessarily stated this in the last two episodes, but these first three principles really are a foundation that allows you to dig really deep in the in the the ladder of the four. Mm 
Mm -hmm. um, which you'll notice there's kind of a tipping point after the third principle is next week. Yeah. And the seriousness of what's being asked of in your marriage. Right. Um, to if, make sure it's strong and healthy. And, and if you work on those first three principles, more likely than not, the following principles will naturally come, come yeah. a lot easier. And so it's figuring out how you can just take one step at a time, really. Yeah. And understand it's not all going to come at once and you're not necessarily going to re-fall in love again in, after one conversation. But it's a starting point to recognize there is hope for this relationship. There is hope for reigniting that love okay yeah i think that's all we really had to share with you guys thank you so much for listening this week and we love you have a good rest of your week